Welcome back, everyone, to NYU Grad's Daily Podcast. It's Monday, October 9th, recording this after market hours. Hope you had a good day today. Let's jump right into the breath numbers today. Um, We had 78 new highs, but we still have a very um, concerning number of new lows, 407 on the day on Monday. We had uh, still a very high number of shares trading below the 50-day moving average. It's 80%. And we have 68% of shares trading below the 200-day. Still very concerning. Um, 58% of shares were advancing today versus 37% declining. And pretty much all sectors were green. Financials were down just a hair. But energy led, um, obviously, with the, all the conflict in Israel and uh, Gaza, uh, energy was up very big. Oil was up very big. Industrials and defense sector stocks were up also big. Uh, real estate was bouncing. Utilities was up almost 1%. Uh, but technology, while green, did not lead up. Uh, when you take a look at kind of what was uh, leading in the day uh, of the Magnificent Seven, uh, it wasn't that bullish. They were mostly green. Uh, five of seven were green. Microsoft was up 0.78%. Apple was up 0.84%. Google was up a half a percent. Amazon was up a quarter percent. NVIDIA, though, was down 1%. SMH and the semiconductors were down in sympathy with um, the conflict because uh, Israel is a big player in the semiconductor group. Um, Taking a look at healthcare, they too were fairly um, positive today. Like you had Eli Lilly up 1.1, J&J up half a percent, Amgen up one and a half percent, Merck up 0.6 percent, And then, as I mentioned, the leading sector was energy. Taking a look at some of these uh, individual names, you had Exxon up 3.5%, which is huge for their market cap. Chevron up 2.7%. So, yeah, like you had a lot of energy shares that were up. Um, You know, as I mentioned earlier, this is still concerning me that in any up move day, we still have more new lows than new highs. Until I see that change, I'm going to be skeptical. What I need to see um, to believe in a reversal, to potentially go long, right, is one, weaker yields, two, a stronger yen US dollar pairing which means a stronger yen, a weaker dollar, a weaker crude oil price under $80. And I would love to see 51% of stocks trading above their 50-day moving average. And then the last one is more new highs than new lows every day. So I report on breath every day. And lately, whether the markets are green or red, they're the new low number, like on Monday, 407 new lows versus only 78 new highs. Like we need to see that change. 
Um, until then, this is for me going to be considered a bounce into the 50-day moving average. If you take a look at the um, S&P 500 index or SPY, however you like to cut it, I'll post both charts uh, in the show notes. So prior to this sell-off, everybody was talking about the cup and handle on the QQQ or NASDAQ and the S&P 500. And with the recent sell-off, we've kind of broken down from that cup and handle, but prices are trying their best to go back into a... um, a channel where uh, the handle kind of broke down. So we are back testing to the upside, the falling 50-day moving average right now. And if you look at the chart of the SPY, yeah, we can definitely get back up to the 50-day moving average. Um, at today's close, the 50-day is at 439, and we closed at 432. So we're six points away from the 50-day moving average. Great. We'll probably get there on Tuesday, but I want to see how prices react once we get there. Will it pierce through and fail and tuck its head in and just crash? Or will we poke through above the 50-day, create a new balance area where we're kind of carving out support and a new support area where we don't break down and then use that as a launching pad higher into the end of the year like everyone is saying q4 is going to be great and bullish so that's what i'm looking for at the end of the day at the end of the week um i just need to see more cards come out of the deck um something that i you know kind of want to also point out uh the rally has been pinned on many different things uh on friday It was, uh, I hate to give credit to the Fed, but there were Fed heads, um, Fed officials on Friday as well as today that basically was alluding to the fact that the 10-year yield rose so much in the past year that the yields increasing technically wasn't Jerome Powell and the Fed, it was just natural forces And because the yields rose so much, it did its job. The yield did the job for the Fed. Thus, they may not need to raise interest rates anymore. Uh, Hypothetically, the innuendo is, hey, maybe they can start cutting and not raise rates and not stay high for longer. That dovish comment is kind of what ignited this uh, rally. So again, we have people dying overseas in the war conflict we have all of these macroeconomic data that's telling us that there's a recession ahead with the inverse yield curve and headline risk of uh, either politicians or federal reserve members are yo-yoing this market and that is why i'm skeptical i want to see other sectors Uh, lead and I want to see breath I want to see hundreds of stocks participate not just seven Um, that's kind of all I have today guys and and gals Um, you know it was a bullish day no doubt about it Um, but let's see what happens when we get 
if and when we get to the 50-day moving average on the indices and how that reacts. I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Later.